and welcome back to the fun and mindful marketing podcast where together we make marketing simple and fun. I'm your host, Jen Rotman, and wherever you're listening in the world, I hope you're having a spectacular day. After last episode being a lot more philosophical as we were looking at the seven tips of how you build a stronger brand, I thought in today's episode we go the complete opposite way and be super practical. And I wanted to share with you some of the apps and tools that I use in my business on a you know almost day-by-day basis and that make a huge impact when it comes to my marketing or creating content. And I wanted to do this in a bit of a different way rather than, you know, give you a review of the app or share with you, you know, a tutorial, which I just don't think really makes that much sense in a podcast format because there's no point in me giving you a step-by-step guide. It's much better watching a video on something like that. But rather, I wanted to just share with you how I use these apps in my business, why I prefer one over the other for different scenarios, and just give you a different example to spark some ideas because I believe when it comes to using apps, it's so weird. Like you, once you have an app and you have it really ingrained in your kind of routines, you just kind of go, oh my God, I could not live without this app. And it's so practical. How do not more people know about it? And why do not more people talk to everyone about it? But I find that apps, are, you know, first of all, there's so many apps out there, but until we really ingrain them in a habit and we use them for specific things, they just don't get shared enough. And often even when people tell you about apps, until you know like a specific thing that you can use it for, you're just not gonna download it or use it. So hopefully this concept will really help you. Now, I do actually, the two apps I'm gonna be talking about is Adobe Spark and Canva. So I use them for, if I'm creating social media content or really anything to do with graphic design in any shape or form. But I, for Adobe Spark, I actually do have a tutorial video. I created it for a promotional workshop campaign that I did, and I'm more than happy to send you that video if you want to see how you use it, the main features. It's about 10 minutes long. If you just go to my Facebook page, Jen Rotman, and you hit the send message button, you'll see my little housebot Wally pop up. And if you just put in the keyword Adobe, so A-D-O-B-E, I'll send you that video across and you can watch the tutorial as well. Also, just a quick disclaimer here, I'm not associated with Adobe or Canva in any shape or form, so it's not like I get paid from them or I'm an affiliate for them. I just really love using the tool and I'm not an expert on these platforms either. I just really wanna share with you how I use them in my business. There's just a few simple ways what I really use them for because I think there'll be some great nuggets in there that you can use in your business as well. Okay, so let's get started with Adobe Spark. Now, it's actually called Adobe Spark Post because there's also an Adobe Spark video, which as the name says, one is for video and the other one is for creating social media posts. Now, the one I use the most is Adobe Spark Post and I mainly use it to create Instagram posts myself, but you can use it pretty much for any social media platform that you want to create posts for. Now, one of my favorite things about this is that it's an amazing app. It's super mobile friendly. I have, it does have a desktop version as well, but, and it's been a while that I've used it, so it might have gotten better by now, but I didn't love it when I used the desktop version, but I love the app. So the app is one that I use pretty much on a day-by-day basis. Whenever I want to post something on Instagram, I quickly go into that you know, app and it's just so native to mobile that within a couple of seconds, you know, once you get used to it, literally if I want to put up a quote or something on Instagram, I just quickly go in there and it just makes it look pretty, look nice, professional, but it's super fast and it's awesome because having something on the app, I think it's just super handy when you're on the go. Sometimes even if I'm just, you know, in a wait, you know, waiting somewhere, I'll quickly jump in and create a post or if I think of a quote or anything that I want to share on Instagram or Twitter, I just jump in that app and I quickly make it look a little bit more professional, a little bit better design, but it doesn't take me long whatsoever. The other thing it's super awesome for is that it has a lot of templates. 
Meaning when you, and you see this in, if you go and check out the video, like the first thing that you see when you go into the app is the kind of curated templates that they use. And they update these all the time. So there's always fresh templates up there. So if I'm wanting to put up a post in any shape or form, so let's say for example, I just think of a quote that I wanna put on Instagram or I wanna create a little promotional post. I was like, oh yeah, I've just put up a new podcast episode or I wanna tell people about a new workshop. I just jump into the app and I look through the, this templates and look for anything that looks similar to what I wanna create. And then I can remix that template, you know, change the wording. I can exchange anything I want from that template or, you know, customize or modify it. But I think it's a really great way. If you're not somebody that is super, you know, handy with creating things from scratch, like I'm not, I don't have that design talent, but I can look for something that looks cool and I know what will work with what I'm trying to do. And all I then is to have to tweak it and, you know, I can customize it the way I want it to, to, you know, to be. So I think that's one of my favorite things about, you know, Adobe Spark is the way it's kind of laid out. You see those templates straight away. You can just click and look at something that looks similar to what you want. And you can absolutely customize and modify everything um, you want. Or you can literally just go in there, change the wording and use it as it is. And what's also really cool is that every time if you either remix a design, one of the templates, or you make one completely from scratch, it will also save your design. So there's another section that has all your, you know, used designs in there. And this is something that I find is really helpful as well. Say you want to, for example, use the same kind of style for all of your quotes to make, you know, you kind of look consistent on your Instagram page, for example. Then all you have to do once that, you know, template is your own template is created, Every time you want to make a new quote, you literally just go into your own templates, change the wording, and you're done. This is what I mean. Like once you get used to using this app, it can literally take you seconds to make a new um, design and post on Instagram. So it doesn't have to take as long as people would think. And an advice that I often give to people, especially if you're you know starting to post on something like Instagram, I get this a lot. You know, people always kind of don't know what to, you know, post and it's very sporadic. And I always say to people, like, why don't you just think about different themes? I find themes help people. So, you know, you might want to post a quote, like every second day a quote, one time a picture, you know, about something, or you want to have a promotional post in there. Just think of kind of almost like little themes. And this is what this app I find is really great for. You might want to have different kind of themes and templates that you create for different you know, type of post. So one post is maybe a little mini blog that you create once a week. One is a little quote. One is, you know, I mean, for videos and images, you don't really need a template unless you want to put some, you know, imagery over or, you know, for obviously this is a great tool. Again, if you want to put your own branding on pictures or anything like that, you can do that with this app as well by just literally either uploading the logo or just kind of blending it in somewhere. This is just, you know, like a super great way of creating your own templates that are just super handy that it doesn't need to take you long or build it from scratch every single time. And the other thing that is super cool about this app is that no matter what social media platform you want to post it on, there's a little resize button that you go on. Again, if you watch the video, you can see it. If you go into the app, you'll see it straight away anyway. Like you just go there and that's always the first thing that you want to do, depending if you want to put it on Facebook, if you want to put it on Instagram, if you want to put it on Twitter, and even have things like Instagram story posts or for your back of your phone, just pretty much any format you could want, it has saved in there. So you don't need to worry about the size. You know, like when sometimes you take an image and you put it on any social media platform, it looks different because they all have different sizing and restrictions. This is the awesome thing about this post and I often sometimes just use it if I want to even just check an image for a Facebook ad or if I want to post it somewhere I can just check what it's going to look like and play around with the design on it so 
this is awesome. Like you can just go down at the bottom, choose the you know format that you want, where you want to post it, and it instantly has the right format there for you. So they are really the main reasons that I love using Adobe Spark. And a lot of these features are also on Canva. It's just how I use them that's really different because for me, Adobe is just a mobile app. I love using it on mobile, I only use it on mobile, and then Canva I only use on desktop, and I'll talk about that in a second, but for me, the native mobile interface that Adobe has just allows you to post on social media in real time, meaning if I think about anything is happening in my business and I wanna share it with people, I can do that, and just within a couple of seconds, I can just make it look a little bit more nicer design than if I just put up a picture or if I just, you know, make it, pretty boring font on a you know quote or something. I can have my own style, I can you know make things look really cool and fancy with all the templates that they have, but it doesn't take me ages to design these things. Like it literally can take seconds, a couple of minutes to put it up. You'll also see, if you download the video, see I often use it, it, there's a draft element that you have on your Instagram account, for example. So often I'll just make a couple of them when I have a few minutes sitting somewhere and I'll just save them as drafts on my um, Instagram account. So I think for these kind of things, it's awesome. And it's, what again, what I use it for is anything that I'm posting directly from my mobile account. Because, you know, I don't have to mess around from creating on my desktop and then sending it to my mobile. It's just on my mobile straight away. So that's why it makes sense if I'm creating Instagram account posts or Facebook posts or Twitter posts. You know, these are mobile apps that we often send and communicate with our customers on. So everything that you really want to create for your mobile and sending off your mobile is often the best place to go is Adobe Spark. On the other hand, Canva, I only use if I'm creating something from my desktop. So you don't download an app for it. You just access it via canva.com, so the web page. And it's just anything that I'm designing that takes a bit more thought, a bit more creativity, that I need to design things a little bit more, and I'm often kind of contemplating. So it does a lot of the same things as Adobe Spark does, but it's almost just like Adobe Spark is everything I want to create on the mobile and for often for social media posts because they're going to be sent from my mobile directly. And then Canva is everything else, everything that needs a bit more thought in that I want to design and play around with a little bit more. So just to give you a couple of examples what I will use Canva for, is if I'm creating worksheets. So any of the worksheets, if you ever download one for my podcast, they would have been created in Canva. If I'm creating any posters, flyers, sometimes even just information booklets that I'm making for you know clients or customers, things like YouTube thumbnails, podcast artwork, Facebook advertising, PDFs, like I did one for a client once, we wanted to make a little bit of a PDF and information sheet for their customers. You can make all sorts of really cool things on Canva because even if you don't have the design skills yourself, there's so many great templates, again, that you can start from. Some of them are free, some of them you have to pay for. But in my opinion, this is where so many companies, especially small businesses, that just haven't heard of these tools before are still wasting so much money paying you know, design and printing companies to design all these brochures and booklets you know, for them and they often cost hundreds and thousands of dollars and they just don't know that these tools are available and you could be doing that for free. And in my opinion, it would be well worth everyone's investment. Like finding somebody in your company that actually enjoys doing kind of creative work and teaching them and maybe even paying for a course or like I said, to be honest, YouTube, I'm sure there'll be a million different tutorial videos that you can watch and Canva might even have their own tutorial workshops. I don't know, a lot of these companies do. And they're just investing in somebody playing around and getting really good at design, somebody that enjoys it and doing it in-house then paying companies to do it. 
because it really is so simple. These tools just didn't exist, you know, a few years um, ago. And it's amazing all the different things that you can actually create on these platforms. Also, the same way that Adobe has templates and custom sizes that you can use for, you know, a Facebook post or a Facebook ad, it's the exact same in Canva. You just have a lot more options with everything. So they have sizes for like A4 and flyers and letterheads. And the cool thing is every time you choose that template that you what you're trying to create, it'll also often give you already templates exactly for that format. So if you click on Facebook ads, it'll give you templates that people have used for Facebook ads. Ads. And again, it's a great place to often start unless you want to obviously do your complete custom thing. You can also create your own custom sizes. So everything around Canva really is, it's just a more advanced design tool. That's the best way to describe it. Whereas, you know, Adobe Spark is much more mobile on the go. And another really cool feature that you have on Canva is that you can share design, your design with others. So even the free version allows you to have a team of, I think, up to 10 people and it's really handy when either you're trying to have different people in your team working on one project or like me, you have interns or freelancers or you're hiring designers for different projects and then they can just create those designs in Canva and share them with you. So you can see them, you can tell them, oh, I want this one thing to be changed and you have that template saved on your hard drive at all times as well. So that's a super handy tool that Canva has as well. So I really hope you've gotten some helpful insights on how I use Adobe Spark and Canva and it's given you some inspiration and some ideas of how you could be using these tools in your business. Download Adobe Spark on your mobile, you know, play around with Canva on your desktop and just experiment and see what you can come up with. It's They're really such cool um, tools. And remember, if you do want the Adobe Spark tutorial video, it's about 10 minutes long, just head over to my Facebook page, Jen Rotman and click the send message button and put the keyword in Adobe, A-D-O-B-E. I'll set that up so it sends you that video. And let me know as well how you enjoyed this episode because it's a little bit different to normal, the episodes that I do. But before you go, I just wanna bring up one mistake I see so many businesses and people make and that's around using images. Because most people just use images from Google, from different social media accounts and all over the place and use them as their own. And you do just have to be so careful of copyright infringement, even though it's probably unlikely you're gonna get in trouble for it. I just like to be quite conservative with it and it gets quite messy with all the different laws and what's commercial projects and what's not commercial projects. So I like to just have a really simple rules that I live by. I either use my own images, I buy images where I have all the rights to them, or I use my absolute favorite site of all time, unsplash.com. Because this is a site where photographers upload their images and all the images on the entire site are governed under the same rule, which is that they're free for, you know, you don't have to attribute the photographer, you don't have, you can use it for commercial projects. So it's all under the same licensing law and you can use those images pretty much for anything. The other image site that I like using is pixabay.com. With Pixabay, you do just need to, most images are you know free for everything to use, but you always just need to check because some images have restrictions on their licensing. So you just always need to kind of be aware of that. But unsplash.com is otherwise my always my go-to site. But just be careful with images because I do see so many people, you know, and clients that I've worked with before when they're sending me anything, I'm always like, do you have the right to use this image? And normally it's kind of like, uh, no, I just got it from Google. So do be careful with your imaging rights. You don't want to get yourself in trouble in any shape or form. And that's my kind of simple solution for you. 
And that's a wrap for today's episode. Thank you so much for tuning in. I really appreciate every single one of you listening in. And remember, we do have the Facebook Live show. So every Wednesday, I'm live on my Facebook page, Jen Rotman. We dive a little bit deeper in today's podcast episode. Plus, we have a Q&A session, which is just a great time for us to hang out. Ask any questions you want around the podcast, about the topics, branding, marketing, anything to do with your business. I'm here to help you out. Even if you can't make it live, if you send in your questions within 48 hours, I do try and get back to every single person if it's possible. You can find the live streams, the replays, all on my Facebook page. And if you do have questions, you know, don't be shy. Get in contact with me. Ask them. You will find me on Twitter, Instagram, at Jen underscore Rotman. And if you do love the podcast, please do subscribe. You're doing us both a huge favor. I know that you're loving the content and you'll be notified every time there's a new episode. Share it with all your friends and family because the more the merrier. And I hope you have a beautiful rest of your day and I'm looking forward to seeing you in the next episode.